Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Can you play this riff on your guitar? Uh, yeah, I can do it. This part is a good riff. Oh, yeah, it's a good riff. That part. Yeah, I'd like to see you play it. The intro to the deal with that song. Nah, it would take me a couple of months to learn it. I bet you could do it, though. I bet you could figure it out. Brian, the guitarist of the Homicide, better at hearing something. He can hear something and play it. Pretty much right away. I'm pretty good though. Yeah, I'd like I'd surprise you. Like uh I don't like, think you'd surprise me. You play you play. Not surprise you, but I mean like yeah. I'm talking like like T V theme songs and stuff like that. Like I could I could pick him up like pretty quickly. You know, like I could play mad whatever like I sort of wanted to, but I was never in a I've never been in a cover band. Right? It's not my thing. You know what I mean? Like um so a lot of people I know are in cover bands, they can play like any song, like they hear it, oh, yeah, yeah, they know, but I know what note everything is in, etc. I'm like, uh, yeah, it's like the, being a maestro, like uh, like uh, of uh, Drew Dinkmeyer of DFS. Drew, Drew oh, yeah, yeah. Let's bring, the thing. He's, he's a conductor. Yes. Let's bring the maestro in. Uh, maestro. Right, uh, maestro Dinkmeyer. What's up, Drew? That's that's the only time I will ever be referenced uh, alongside music in any way, shape, or form. Is is this <laughs> segment, this this uh, this this this, uh, this introduction? So what, boys. What do you listen to? What do, do you like? What do you, you know? I, I picture you as like a new age guy, like sort of like relaxation music. Like what? 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 What do the Dink Myers listen to at home? So, so I'm notorious for not listening to music. I have zero songs downloaded anywhere on my wow. phone, my computer, anything. I just have never listened to music in a sub- substantial way. I know I'm the weird one on this. So like it's not you know people when they say that they're like how's that possible and I was like I don't I don't know it's just it's just what what I do and they're like well what do you listen to when you're in the car and I was like I listen to podcasts like, I listen to <laughs> no, time. <laughs> no time for music time to make well, money <laughs> that's, that's, yeah you tell people yeah. listen I'm a yeah, mil- listen. DFS millionaire I'm a DFS man yeah exactly <laughs> I'm a DFS millionaire right yeah, go I go, go out front at the concert. <laughs> <laughs> I like your style, Drew. If you're not learning, you know what yeah. I mean. But uh, uh, no, you're you're all business. Um, all right. So speaking of all business, uh, we got a fun football game tonight. Actually, I think it should be fun. And my belief is, Drew, that I think this game is higher scoring than the 50. And it was 50 and a half, 51, whatever. I think it's currently sitting at, at even 50 right now. But I think there's the prospects of this game really opening up tonight. Yet we're seeing things tightening up right now in the NFL. And speaking of which, like yesterday, in, 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 the, in, the, in the two game slate, in the, four, in the late slate, 
you know, who would have thought that the Seattle and San Francisco players would have produced more fantasy numbers than the guys in the New England and uh, Pittsburgh game, Drew? Yeah, it was yesterday was a very strange slate on a number of fronts. Obviously, that Pittsburgh New England game had drawn a lot of the attention for people, but in general, it was also a slate where very few tight ends did anything, very few wide receivers did anything. So it almost ultimately just came down to you can't miss a running back because those were the only guys scoring points. Um, it has been a weird kind of last few uh, weeks to the season where we have seen scoring come down somewhat dramatically, and we've seen teams emphasize the running game a little bit more as you get. Uh, into December, and that's that's something that does happen uh, throughout NFL history. But it's a little surprising to see what what's happened uh, the last the last few weeks in terms of overall scoring. I agree with you tonight. I think um, Carolina plays well at home. I think they are able to take advantage of uh, what New Orleans defense struggles with, which is kind of being spread out and misdirection and the passing game. They're not a team that just like pounds it up the middle, which is what New Orleans is great against. We saw New Orleans. Uh, defense played very, very well against the Cowboys. And I think, you know, the Saints, as long as they're, they go back to their ways of kind of spreading it out and, and throwing all over the place, they should be able to pick apart Carolina's secondary that struggled all season long. So I agree with you. Uh, thankfully, I, I think we'll be able to see some points tonight. The last few showdown slates where, you know, kickers and defenses are winning showdown slates, yeah. those are not good showdown slates for, for me. So I'm, I'm hopeful we'll have lots of points on the board tonight. Yeah, Drew, I want to ask you about a player, Ian Thomas. Since uh, Greg Olson, the Sasquatch, went down, this guy's really, really popping for Carolina. Uh, with basically 16 targets, 14 catches, and like over 123 yards, 123 yards his last two games. Major production at a pretty good price at 4800 It looks like him and Newton got uh, some kind of chemistry. Is, in here. Is he a good pick in the lineup tonight? He's a really nice price. It's a good price tag, and he'll be on the field a ton. That's certainly encouraging. I think the the one thing that I struggle with is the fact that we had a three-game sample earlier in the season without Greg Olson when he was injured, and Ian Thomas only had like 10 to 12% market share of targets. He didn't have a ton. And then last week, he got a ton, out of kind of out of nowhere. He had double-digit targets, and we haven't really seen that. So trying to peg down exactly where... Uh, the market share will go. In addition, the Saints have been very good against tight ends on the season. They've been more beaten by kind of explosive receivers in the receiving game. So while the price is nice, um, I think he's just sort of kind of in the mix. He's not like a primary target for me. Um, I like DJ Moore a lot tonight. I think he's my favorite uh, Carolina of the receiving options other than Christian McCaffrey. I, I think DJ Moore matches up really, really well with the Saints secondary. So let's let's talk about uh, in a DraftKings format with the captain. Um, so McCaffrey is the highest projected player. And one thing as, and I'm not a Carolina fan, I'm a Bills fan, but, you know, I've got a soft spot in my heart for the Panthers, and I seem to bet on them a lot, uh, Drew. So I've, you know, I've watched every game, and it's frustrating in the sense that McCaffrey's so good, and Cam Newton's banged up right now over the last five-game losing streak. And, you know, these guys are averaging like 436 yards a game during these games. You know, they just they don't punch it in. They get on the two yard line. They don't go. They don't score against Cleveland. They go for two against Detroit. Cam Newton doesn't run it in for some reason Uh, against Washington. They drive down the field 85 yards and they throw the ball four times in a row from the 12 yard line. And, you know, just it's just strange. Like it's been a strange year for Carolina. But I understand, like, I think they should ride McCaffrey even more than they have drew. Like he's that good. Everyone talks about Saquon Barkley, but man, McCaffrey's a freaking stud if you give him the damn football. Yeah, and he he's played the most snaps at the running back position by a pretty wide margin uh, in the NFL this season. He's been on the field a ton. 
The thing that's been interesting is as their offenses slid a little bit and you talk about that red zone efficiency early in the season, they were leaning on Cam's legs a lot in the red zone, an awful lot. And that was kind of detracting from Christian McCaffrey's value early in the season. And then there's something switched in the middle of the season where they decided, you know, we need to be a little bit more cautious with Cam. They stopped uh, calling as many designed runs. They He stopped scrambling a little bit more. And it really helped McCaffrey's fantasy value because he started getting all those, you know, carries from the one and the two yard line. But I do think when they kind of get bogged down in the red zone a little bit, the lack of the designed runs for Cam does kind of make their offense a little bit more predictable because they do kind of need space to operate their offense. They do a lot of like quick hitters and misdirections. Yeah. And when you get tight in, tight in the red zone, they don't have a lot of big bodies. I mean, obviously Devin Funches is a big body, but he's been surpassed on the depth chart by both DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel in terms of playing time. And so he becomes kind of just like an obvious go-to candidate when he comes in the game on the goal line. So they do need some creativity around the goal line, and that'll be interesting to see if they unleash Cam now that their playoff hopes are really, really riding on, you know, having to win this game tonight and then and then having to win one of the last two at least. Um, it'll, be, it'll be very interesting to see. I, I, I think Christian McCaffrey and Michael Thomas, when getting back to the captain discussion, um, are two of the three guys that I'd most consider for captain. Alvin Kamara would be the third. And then I think you can certainly work down the list to create more balanced lineups with guys like DJ Moore um, and whatnot. But I think if you're if you were making one single lineup and you're trying to maximize uh, points, not necessarily upside, I think you know McCaffrey, Thomas, or Kamara would be the three guys that I'd most consider for that captain spot. Do you want to get both quarterbacks in tonight? Is that a necessity? I think I want to leave Breeze out. Yeah, I don't think it's a necessity for a number of reasons. One, I think I expect this game to be higher reception uh, overall value because I think Carolina is going to use a lot of the quick hitters in the passing game to you know help protect Cam, keep him upright, and also take advantage of just getting the ball in their playmakers' hands to make some plays against this this Saints secondary. And then I think this is a game that New Orleans, from a scouting perspective, should come into the game looking to throw the ball quite a bit. And if they do that, um, usually they're a really high volume completion offense because Drew Brees is so incredibly accurate. And so those the value of the the point per reception uh, receptions really really should be elevated in this game, and that always takes away some of the value from the quarterback. So I think they're fine plays, but I don't think they're necessities by any means. What do we do there, Drew, for like, yeah, obviously, if you want to get these big heavy hitters in the lineup, what are a couple like really, really cheap guys that you could fill Good the question. options with? I was going to think Austin Carr, but he's been ice cold lately. Maybe right from Carolina. Is there any guys, a couple guys that are on your radar that we can get for like really, really cheap? The one that is primarily on our radar that we're, we have to wait to see because he was inactive last week and it was kind of a surprise inactive and there was some speculation it was due to the game field uh, con- uh, conditions in Tampa Bay. But Dan Arnold, who's primarily a, a receiving threat used in the, in the as a tight end, he's only $600. If he is inactive, I think you could slide that over to Josh Hill because you, you just slide a little bit more of the market share of targets to the other tight ends that are on the roster. Um, but in, in Josh Hill's only 400. So one of those two Saints tight ends really, really opens up things. I think if, if inactives come in the way that we expect with Arnold being able to play, it would be him. But if not, I think you would slide over to Josh Hill. Six hundred dollars. That's yeah, four hundred bucks, six hundred bucks. That's uh, yeah, that's that's usually our change game when we give our lineups, buddy. <laughs> I like that price. <laughs> um, so as far as the Saints, so let's just a couple of so Drew. If you're looking for the, you know, it's always tough in a showdown lineup, but McCaffrey's a must play. You like uh, you like DJ more. You like Michael Thomas. Are those sort of the guys? Like uh, you, you didn't bring up Kamara. You didn't bring up Ingram. So you talked about it. Tonight's a wide receiver night, in your opinion. 
Yeah, I do. I do like Kamara. I, I still I would consider him alongside Michael Thomas and McCaffrey, where you at least want two of those three probably in your lineups, maybe all three, depending on how you're building. Um, I like Ingram less because I do think this is a game where they spread it out a little bit more and spread Carolina's defense out a little bit more. And I think that's the better way to attack. Um, but yeah, I, I, those three guys, Kamara, Kamara Thomas, McCaffrey, the, those are the guys that I think are are the most likely to lead the the slate in in overall scoring. And those are guys that. You, you, you want to have in your lives because they, they have the 30 plus point upside that the quarterbacks don't always hit. It's just really hard for quarterbacks to kind of get up that high in scoring. Um, so those skill position players would be my emphasis tonight. You know what I understand, guys? For a guy that's on the field so much, Taysom Hill doesn't do anything in fantasy. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's so got lo- like a couple plays. Yeah, exactly. A lot of the stuff with him, like a lot of his snaps are special team snaps. So if you look at like snap yeah. percentage and stuff, he gets a little bit inflated because of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's basically used in those short yardage situations. And with him, it's just, you know, does he get a short yardage touchdown or not? That's like the entire the entire value in him is if he can just score on, you know, a, a third and goal where they they have him in that kind of like wildcat quarterback position because uh, they just haven't taken many shots. They took that one shot against Minnesota with him throwing the ball down the field. But as a result, it makes him it makes him difficult to play compared to, you know, some of those second or third string tight end guys who are on the field and rotating through for New Orleans because those guys can at least catch passes. They don't really do that with, with Taysom hill very often great point drew and you look at hill's numbers too morenzi he's fourteen hundred dollars more than our 400 and 600 guys negative 0.6 fantasy points zero 1.3 0.8 is last four like you're not going to win any showdowns with that drew no and and that's the thing he's just he's entirely touchdown dependent so it's just if they happen to get you know in the red zone and, and that's where like if you're ever going to use a guy like that you need to be thoughtful in terms of how you're building your lineups like if that guy hits Mark Ingram's probably not hitting, right? So you would never want Mark Ingram in the same lineup as someone like Taysom Hill um, because simply if, if Taysom Hill hits, it's going to be via a rushing touchdown right around the goal line. And that's where Mark Ingram uh, gets most of his value. So just as we always talk about with showdown stuff, most of this is just about being thoughtful in the lineups and how you're constructing them. Uh, thoughtful is not. You talked about music and Dick Meyer's not used in the same sentence. Thoughtful uh, Cam and Gabe's not uh, <laughs> telling us we need to be thoughtful, Drew. That's why we have you on because we're not very thoughtful. <laughs> you do the thinking for us, Drew. <laughs> um, so we've got um, we've got about four minutes left here. Let's jump in. Uh, let's jump into the NBA. What's your excitement level for the NBA? Is this a nice DFS NBA slate in your opinion tonight? It's okay. I mean, any slate that the Knicks and the Suns are on, I'm always a little bit cautious on <laughs> those two teams. Those two teams are just a disaster to deal with from a DFS perspective. I mean, fortunately enough for the Knicks, I guess not for their players that are injured, but they have enough players that are injured that it's tightened up the rotation a little bit. The Suns, uh, who knows? We've also got Minnesota on this slate and Jeff Teague's question. Well, that's what I want to ask you, actually. Sacramento, like Minnesota, man. They, they put up like two. Yeah, they put up like two hundred seventy-two points last week. Wasn't it like one forty-one, one thirty-one off the top yeah. of my head? Yeah, it's a it's a great game environment. Obviously, the challenge with the Timberwolves is just we've had like four or five times this year that Jeff Teague has been a game time decision, and I don't think we've had the information until the game has locked and tipped in like three of those games. So the, the Timberwolves just don't give any good information <laughs> out, and obviously it has a huge impact on the slate because if if 
Jeff Teague is out, then Derrick Rose would become, you know, a primary target yeah. for you on the slate. But in terms of uh, that game is obviously one you want to target. I think, you know, the safer targets in that game, the fact that Iman Shumpert is out for Sacramento should condense some of the minutes for guys like Bogdan Bogdanovich, uh, De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Heald, and Namancha Bielitsa. Uh, Bielitsa is really cheap on DraftKings, so he's one of our favorite values on the entire slate. And then Carl Anthony Towns is super, super safe. Uh, his price tag is up now. It's up around 10,000, but I would say he's he's a pretty good bet to score 50-plus DraftKings points tonight. Um, and those two guys from that game would, would be potential anchor pieces in lineups if I, if I was building tonight. Drew Dinkmeyer, great information as far as that game. Any other game? We've got about uh, we've got about a minute left here, Drew. Two minutes, a minute and a half. Angle doesn't screw around, man. He when uh, the clock hits, what's, uh, he hits. Go to break. Um, yeah. Memphis and yeah, Golden was... State tonight, Drew. I bet the over of that game. I was at the sports book. I just thought it was a little low. It was two oh nine at the half. I ended up getting it at two ten and a half. Any take on the late game, or if not that, was there another game you just sort of want to say, take a look at, uh, no, take a look at somebody's so guys? Ga- that game's tough because of the price tags on everybody, and Memphis has taken their rotations a little bit deeper of late. So, you know, Golden State is priced up because some of their guys have gone nuts in tight competitive games. So not as excited about that one. I will say, that, you know, the Suns-Knicks game, if you can get it right, because it's got a 224 total and a two-point spread, I think it's a potential slate winner alongside that Minnesota-Sacramento game. It's just difficult to get it right with those two teams. Uh, it does help out a little bit the fact that the Knicks are a little bit thinner and Phoenix, you know, it doesn't sound like uh, 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 Kelly Oubre is going to make his debut tonight, so they're a little bit thinner. But I would say that Knicks-Suns uh, game, like, you know, Devin Booker is relatively affordable. Um, TJ Warren, those guys are, are somewhat interesting on the slate. Drew Dinkmeyer, you want more information? Go to dailyroto.com. You'll get a great uh, source of information. NBA DFS, NFL DFS, optimizers, projections. Uh, Drew Dinkmeyer, dailyroto.com. Thanks, Drew. Thanks, guys. Take care. You too, buddy. That was a quick 20 minutes. We'll go to the phone lines. We'll give you our DFS lineups and our best bets of the night. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Advice from the Fantasy Pros, free DFS uh, podcast, projections, optimizers, uh, everything else you're going to need to dominate daily fantasy basketball this holiday season. Stuff your uh, stockings with cold hard cash and get free access to the Daily Roto with the promo code DR Holidays. That's DR Holidays. Now, now they're just giving it to you for the holidays. Like, uh, you know, Dr. Holiday. I don't know what more to do. 
I'm with you. Yeah, that Great is deal. at DailyRoto.com, promo code Dr. Holidays, DR Holidays. You get free access, and you can use the, the optimizers that uh, Drew Dinkmeyer puts together and that uh, so many other people use on a daily basis to, uh, to win money. In fact, shout-out to our boy Pittsburgh Brew. Um, Pittsburgh Brew tunes in, and uh, he was um, – Pittsburgh Brew was uh, was saying that uh, Daily Roto was a pace for itself. Like he was in my chat the other night on my podcast, and he won like six hundred bucks on FanDuel, and uh, he had a big night the other night, man. He won like a fifteen hundred dollar parlay. He won like I think six or seven hundred bucks playing DFS, and nice. then he hit like a fight at plus seven fifty uh, to go the distance. So, uh, yeah, Pittsburgh Brew is uh, killing it, but he's, uh, he liked the Daily Roto uh, machine. Our boy Julio in Chicago, I know, is, is on Daily Roto uh, right now using all the information. So we'll get to our DFS lineups, but uh, it's a great promo, guys. So, hey, you can't beat free, right? That's DR Holidays. DR Holidays. Um, all right, uh, so... Um, great stuff with Drew Dinkmeyer. I'm going to throw together an NBA lineup. I like his style, yeah. and uh, we're going to we're going to go that route. That's the guy you want to listen to. Dave. You play music. Yeah, we're going to stack the music. The and the I play. <laughs> I love. Drew. I don't have time. Yeah, he's got no time. You listen to podcasts. He, that's what you should be listening to, people. This guy is listening to get smarter and smarter all the time. He's, he's got the answers. Man, that guy's sharp. That was a good answer when he said when people ask him, "What do you listen to in a car?" He's like podcast. Podcast. <laughs> I don't like music. <laughs> That's the bad. He doesn't got no time to listen to bands. He's making money, exactly. And his wife's making nice uh, desserts. He's got a real good thing going on there. <laughs> yeah. Success. Yeah. The Dinkmeyer way. He does. He does. So what, what are you doing tonight in DFS, Cam? Why don't you give us, uh, give us your lineup? Yeah, I got a hockey lineup for everybody. We've been pretty good, too. Sometimes you got to take a chance with these goaltenders in these things. Gabe talks about, hey, what are you going to do with Suns and Knicks and stuff? Well, we got to take a chance, but I'm not taking a chance with my uh, main centerman. The NHL optimizer loves him, too, and you got to go with Nathan McKinnon. Like, this guy is an absolute stud. When you're averaging 6.1 fantasy points in hockey, you're the best in the business. 13 in his last game, Gabe. The guy had four points his last game against Dallas. He's got eight points in his last four games. Nathan McKinnon arguably is the best player in the NHL right there for Colorado and they're at home against the Islanders you lock them in at center now we're going to save some money at the other center position Nashville's got some injuries so we're going to go with Colin White of the Senators uh, riding a hot player too three points in his last two games five shots on goal a couple block shots as well and five and a half and five ten and a half DK points his last two games 22 points. Very, very underrated. And I'll tell you one thing about the Senators. At home, they're a different team than on the road. A great home record. You fade them on the road. You take them at home as a dog. And I'm going to do it tonight. Cam. Gabe needs Cam Newton. I need Cam Atkinson of the Columbus Blue Jackets. We got two double Cam action tonight. Three points in his last three games. Atkinson's a hot player. He's got 34 points in 31 games. This guy's the real deal. Seven DK points against the Kings. Six against Vancouver. We ride the hot hand. Lots of minutes. He's on the power play he does everything cam we're going to take him at seventy four hundred dollars brian rust no rust this guy basically man i put some spray on the chain on the bike there's no rust anymore this guy's got five points in his last two games in hockey sometimes sometimes we ride the hot hand he's got five points in his last three marenzi 15 dk points against the blackhawks and with a hat trick four in his last game against boston and seven and a half against the kings he's forty one hundred dollars dirt cheap 
Brian Rust against Anaheim, Pittsburgh at home. I love the play. Now to coincide with McKinnon, we're going to go with Gabriel Landeskog. Gabe, your namesake, Gabe Landeskog, great player. Seven points in his last four games, two in his last game, four points against the Oilers. Look at these numbers, nine points against Dallas, four and a half against St. Louis, 13 against the Oilers. Landeskog, Cam. Yes, he was on. Uh, he was on the Kitchener Rangers when I dropped the puck. Yeah, that's right. He's amazing. He's one of the best players in the league too. He's got forty points I can tell in thirty-three he was good games. Then. Oh yeah, you're like. Remember can... what, what, what was the story with Garner? Is that guy going to be good? Yeah, it's Drew Doughty, you jerk. <laughs> Remember, he goes that guy. He said no. Nah, Richard, <laughs> Richard Garner. Richard Garner said, "Hey, this number two is pretty good. Probably has a chance to play in the NHL." And some yeah. someone in the stand said, "It's a number yeah. two pick already." Yeah, thanks. It's Drew Doughty. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going with your boy, uh, Gabe. It's funny, Gabe. I got a Cam and a Gabe in my lineup tonight, so things got to be good with Atkinson and Landeskog. Hey, $7,600. You'll be happy you paid for him. Now we're going to go with Nick Letty on the blue line. Get some attraction to the Islanders. I think Colorado will win a game like, you know, 5-3, to three, but the Islanders can still score goals. They've done – Barry Trotz has done a good job. Nick Letty's starting to pick it up, too. Seven DK points in his last two games. More consistent, getting more ice time, and he can also be on the power play at 4,000. He's a steal on defense. Mike Riley of the Montreal Canadiens has been a real hot young player. He's getting a lot better and more confidence as well. And in the last two games, I look 41 minutes of ice time. Before that, he was only averaging like between 9 and 13 minutes. Now he's becoming one of the big guys. He's playing well and getting confidence against Boston. So I love that pick at a bargain basement price, $3,200. We're going to go with Craig Anderson. This is my risk. Ottawa's playing Nashville. I get it. They're at home, but you got to take a risk in DFS. And i got to be honest with you, Mr. Anderson two goals against three and one so in his last three games he's only given up six goals so that's pretty solid i can tell you if nashville scores two goals tonight i like ottawa to win the game he's my goalie at 6900 a steal and we're going to go with anthony bovillier of the new york islanders as my final play of utility he's got points in three straight games five and a half three and a half and four morency so this is a really good lineup i like this one tonight nathan mckinnon colin white cam atkinson brian rust Gabe Landeskog, Nick Letty, Mike Riley, Craig Anderson, and Anthony Bovillier. One, oh, actually, sorry, Marenzi, big night for you. 400, your change. 400. <laughs> I saved some money. Sometimes the lineup, you don't have to spend every cent. You like it the way it is. 400, your change. All right, so you're going to do anything with this football tonight? Yeah, I put a showdown lineup together if you want to hear it, and I'm going to take Dinkmeyer's advice. Just probably enter a dollar contest here. These are very tough to win, as you know, Morency, but made DJ Moore my captain at $12,000. I think that's really, really a nice price, and now I get to add a lot of guys that I want. After DJ Moore, I paired him up with Cam Newton. We've got a lot of cams tonight, $10,000. We're going with him. Christian McCaffrey as my flex at 11600 I love that. Moore, McCaffrey, Newton. Then we're going to go with Michael Thomas of the Saints for $11,000. Now this is where we save, Gabe, with only a little bit of money left. I took a shot with Ian Thomas from Carolina. He's been very hot recently at the tight end position at $4,800. And what Dinkmeyer said when he only got $600 left, who do you put in your lineup? Dan Arnold. 600 bucks. Why not for the Saints? So we got Moore, Newton, Thomas. McCaffrey, the real Thomas, is in Mike Thomas, and then we got Dan Arnold, and uh, no change this time, buddy. I'm sorry. I spent every single cent to squeeze all those guys in. Yeah, we're on the same page. I made Cam Newton my captain. So I've got Cam Newton as my captain, McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Michael Thomas, Dan Arnold. 
Will Lutz. Yeah, so the only difference we have is one guy. You went with Lutz, and I went with I went with the, the law firm of Thomas and Thomas, Mike Thomas, and Ian Thomas as my tight end. So, and, uh, yeah, what are I you going to do? Uh, three, th- I yeah, like Will three Lutz. Three dollar entry into this one. Think about Lutz. Um, he's one of the best kickers in the league, and uh, you know he's if if there's points in the game, you get points for the extra point and the field goal. So go Lutz. Yeah, we could. Yeah, for the value for three thousand dollars, I'll put together another lineup, and uh, we'll give you an NBA lineup in a couple of minutes as well. Let's bring in uh, Julio from Chicago. What's up, Julio? Uh, nothing's worse than watching the Bears-Packers game and hoping that Aaron Rodgers scores a friggin' touchdown at the end of the game so your overplay uh, cashes in. Uh, that was me yesterday. I'm thrilled the Bears won, but it was a terrible feeling, gentlemen, watching, wanting your rival to score at least a touchdown to get you over the total. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, it's amazing what fantasy and betting will do to people, Julio. <laughs> Sunday morning, I woke up at uh, seven fifteen to go in the rain uh, to the FanDuel Sportsbook uh, at the Meadowlands on a Sunday morning. <laughs> like, and it's pretty crazy too, because like there's a there's an old guy that lives in my condo, and I saw I was leaving at the same time as it's all rainy. Him and his wife were going to church, and I got a ride picking me up to go to the sportsbook. <laughs> Yeah, we all got to be, hey, it's the way it works, buddy. We, we all do our yeah, thing, your life. Uh, for you, yeah, for you, yeah, you degenerates. You got to do what you got to do. For you degenerates out there interesting in a, or interested in a college basketball play, Chicago State, plus 29, I believe, against Northwestern tonight, Ooh. 9 o'clock Eastern yeah, I'm time. Seeing, I'm uh, seeing 30, 30 and a half on my book, Julio. Got, got the big I'm, 3-0. You know, I, Chicago State haven't lost by over 40. If you want to tease that with maybe the over in the Monday night game, I think you should do that. But I don't think they're going to lose by 29 points after the bitter loss against DePaul. They took a step back. Uh, their first-year head coach is going to try to get them in line, have them play some good basketball. And Chicago State, they're a team that doesn't quit. When I see lumped, uh, large lines like that, that to me that means the team that – the the favorite, need, their bench, needs to score big at the end, and they need their opponent to quit at the end. A team like Chicago State won't quit yeah. at the end. They'll try to score some points. True. And I, I don't think Northwestern's going to get that over. They have, This is their first game in a week. They de- defeated DePaul at home. That's well and good. But DePaul, uh, Northwestern's bench players, they haven't played in forever because DePaul was such a close game. They need their bench guys to get them over that number. So for you degenerates, maybe take Chicago State. I'm not playing that game because I'm doing the game tonight, but uh, that's a p- potential angle for you. And maybe that was tease a great it up. Breakdown. If you tease it, you could get it to what? Maybe no, uh, no, teasing. no, no teasing. No teasing. No teasing. No teasing. Right. No, no, no. We're not All doing right. no, new rule. No more mixed teasers. They suck. We do one teaser or no teaser. And if we tease well, it, we go. parlay it. That's the new one. Julio, you do home and away for these guys. Home and away. They, yeah, the yeah. Games they, they, the, the game's in Evanston, right? It's in North. It's at Northwestern. Yeah, yeah, it's in the North Shore. I live in the suburbs. That's about maybe 45 minutes with traffic, probably two hours. But uh, it's not too bad. Oh, good for you. Hey, you better yeah. be on your way. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, Julio's on, on his way to Evanston. <laughs> I'm on my way right now. I'm on. Uh, I'm on yeah, LSD. Yeah, I'm on LSD, not acid, but Lakeshore Drive here in Chicago. Oh. Everyone's going crazy about. <laughs> everyone's going crazy about the Bears. My best friend's a flight attendant. He's flying to Vegas on Friday. He's going to put some units on the Bears to win the Super Bowl. I told him to put some units on the Bears to go to the Super Bowl, but uh, I'll see. If I, uh, maybe I'll convince him to change his mind. Anywho, my uh, I, I love what you guys. I love Drew. 
moment ago. I looked at the Roto. I, I, I'm pissed off. I went heavy on the Bears. I should have gone heavy on the Cowboys, Colts. That was the computer. I think that was their best projection of the weekend, and that went well under the total. I should have yeah, gone like that. Under, you're right. It would have been yeah. it would have been a much better Sunday, and I went heavy on the Patriots. How about Pennsylvania, the uh, River Sportsbook, which is literally across the street from Heinz Field? If you played uh, Eagles Steelers money line, you hit it big at the grand opening of that new sportsbook. But anywho, um, I, 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 I'm thinking about going. Uh, I love the computer. I'm tempted to go to the over tonight, uh, but a part of me thinks the under might be the play that the defense for Carolina shows up and limits. No, 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 no. Track me. Track me tonight. That teaser's only 43. You got to go. There's going to be 43 points. I love DJ Moore. I love McCaffrey. I'm going to go big on those guys and the props. I love the projections, and I love that my book has a, a much favorable number ahead of what the projections are. So I'm going to take those. I went heavy on uh, Golden Tate and uh, Robert Wood. Robert Wood should have had at least 10 receptions. Uh, he should have gone well over the total. He went I think a, a reception over yesterday, but uh, that was a good call by the computer. I think I might go those two. I'm going to go heavy on uh, on the over. I'll and, tell you uh, right I'm, now, since you're on the road and stuff, and we're going to go to break a couple minutes, but um, I played both quarterback props over tonight. And, you know, Cam Newton's been getting there. Brees has it. The last three weeks, the most number, the most yards yeah. Brees has thrown for is only 201, surprisingly I know. Enough. But they're going to have to open things up tonight. Like I said, the Saints haven't played great. That's why I like the Panthers tonight. But they're going to have to open things up tonight. It's no secret that the weakness of the Carolina Panthers, and it's a good point Dick Meyer brought it up, the Saints like to pound the ball. They run the ball more than people realize, like up the middle and stuff. Like they bang you with Kamara and with Ingram. The Panthers are very good at stopping the run. The Panthers are a physical team. Like you're not you're not going to bully the Panthers on the line of scrimmage, but you can throw on them. Their DBs are vulnerable. So I think the Saints are going to attack the secondary. And then conversely, I think that you're going to get a desperate Cam Newton tonight. You're going to get a desperate Carolina team on offense. They're going to throw the kitchen stick. This is it. You know, they're still alive, but they need to win this game tonight. So I I think we get there, Julio. I, I think we is do. Is it in a home game? Like you said is that. it a home game? Yeah, it's in Carolina. Okay. Carolina's a right. much I, uh, better home team. Like, they're they're yeah. good at home, actually. Maybe I'll sprinkle a little bit on the money line as well, considering the craziness of the NFL this past weekend. I'm going to call in tomorrow. I, 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 I should have listened to you guys, and you should have listened to yourselves in terms of uh, the, the bowl games, because that was my downfall. I, I was great, other than those shitty bowl never games. I mean, to I'm ourselves. Ne- yeah, yeah, no, never, we never yeah, listened yeah. to ourselves. We crushed the NFL, never, and then I'm getting it back because of the stupid bowl games. I would have made a killing this weekend. It's unbelievable. You know, maybe, I mean, yeah, me too. I'm never playing North Texas again. I should have listened to myself. Utah State were a great team all year. To me, that's a band of brothers. Uh, if you have a coaching change, if you're going to play that angle, yeah. you have to look at the team as well. Are they a team of upperclassmen? Because if it's a team of upperclassmen, those are the team leaders. Those are the ones mm-hmm. that are going to galvanize the underclassmen together and say, no, this guy left us. We're together. We're going to win this game. I'm leaning the over tomorrow night, UAB, NIU. I may call in tomorrow. I always feel bad to call to call into you guys. But uh, that's going to be a good game. I'm going to do some studying late tonight well, we on that game. your call. We like calls. And yeah, I, I tell you, you got good pay. NIU – NIU went over against Buffalo, but struggled to score against teams like Miami of Ohio and other MAC teams. I love UAB's defense this year, but I have a feeling what we need, what, 42, 43 points? I think we could get there with both teams. Going to do Pretty some low. studying, but. I- 
but I love the Blazers. Uh, I'm I already batted the money line. I yeah, batted Julio. I'm on the Blazers already too. I got a good number. I'm locked in. I'm on UAB. They get it done. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm going to study tonight. I'll call in tomorrow. But yeah, DJ Moore, McCaffrey, uh, son of Ed, going to go with them in the uh, in the over tonight. Says. Have hey, a good Julio. One, Julio. Best of luck tonight. Great broadcast uh, tonight. Uh, we'll be we'll be Eight. checking out the game. Eight o'clock on on ESPNU. You can follow me on Twitter, at JN Reports, if you want to listen to the call. And again, you degenerates, maybe a lean Chicago State. You need Northwestern to win by 30 points tonight. They haven't played in a week. I don't think it's going to get there. Too many points. Too many points. Northwestern wins by 27. <laughs> That's the call. Take care, guys. Later, buddy. (laughs) 23. You know, one thing, you know, um, speaking of Big Ten, the pinstripe bowl here in New York is uh, Wisconsin and Miami. Um, Last year they played in the Orange Bowl. Wisconsin messed them up. I don't know. Did I see that that, uh, Miami Hurricanes are four-point favorites against Wisconsin? If they are, that's nuts. Yeah, I don't don't really understand that. But but one thing we'll say about those stupid bowl games is, uh, oh, interim coaches always lose. Interim coaches were 2-0 Saturday. I know. Uh, I know. But, you know, it wasn't rocket science, Cam. We're just idiots. The favorites won every damn game. Except for the dog. They're done. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Ready to play radio. I just got up, man. My knees are like, I'm old, sucks. Like, I'm, I, I, I seriously, like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Like, all those hockey injuries, I can barely walk. I'm older than you, either. I know, but I just, I'm telling you, I don't know what's wrong with my right knee. I remember when I played hockey, a guy, a guy hit me from behind and I broke my leg. And now, as I'm older, it freaking kills. I'm also a heavier guy, so it's hard to carry yeah, around yeah, all that joints. weight. I don't know, you know, all those offensive yeah, linemen. Yeah. There, I got a lot of respect for guys. Yeah, it's always the knee, the knee, yeah, the knee. Yeah, that's what you do. Go for the knees. <laughs> that's what you do if you're fighting a big guy. Go for the knees because uh, yeah, unless he knocks you out, yeah, you can get him in the knees for sure. <laughs> Man, it hurts. You're right. You're uh, older than me, another. and you're looking good too. You guy, I told you, your teeth are all fixed up. You're looking great. You're working your working your ass off, but you actually look healthier than when you were like in Toronto. It's kind of weird. Maybe this owl's place. They got good nutrients in their food. Nah, you order nah, turkey and gravy just, all the time. Maybe it's just, nah, I don't know. So you don't see me. You see me on podcasts or TV or something. I don't know. It's deceptive. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah no, it's kind of like me. Like, everyone's saying, hey, Cam, you lost weight. I'm like, I'm not really lost that much. It's weird. I look, usually TV adds 15 pounds. To me, it takes away 10, 15 pounds. It's like, it's like, like yeah, you're right. Maybe me and you, we just look like leaner and better on TV. Like, in real life, we're beat down. <laughs> anyway, that's my take. That's what it feels like. Anyway. All right, I need. What do you need? I need a. Uh, let's see. Oh, I got to hit refresh here. I just need one more player, and I'll share. I got a couple of lineups, a couple of NBA lineups. And then we'll get to uh, we'll get to our best bets uh, of yep. the night as well. 
Going to your playing some props. Who do we who do we got there, Prince? Anthony from oh, Sarasota, Sarasota got, Florida. We got time for I a call. Anthony Brent? called us about the uh, he called us about the the Marlins before. I think he was the one that called about Real Mudo. I have a good memory. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. Real good call. Mudo was never dealt. Never, nope. they never, never, never nothing ever happened. Uh, what's up, Sarasota? Yes, I'm wondering if you can give me ideas. I have I have a uh, two PPR teams and two, two and a team on regular. I have three quarterbacks on my PPR team. I picked the league that I was in. It was a PPR. This guy was dumb enough to release Patrick Mahomes off waivers. I That's insane. Them. Come on. Who, who dumps Patrick Mahomes? Is the guy, is he on glue? The guy's the best quarterback in the league. He might go in the first round of the draft next year. That guy's nuts. Yeah. No, this is before uh, they projected. This was oh, okay. the beginning of the season. I see, I see. Before the season started. And I have three okay. quarterbacks. So what do you want to know now? So, so how many quarterbacks do you start? Yeah, how many – who should I start? Should I start Jared Goff, Patrick Mahomes, or Tom Brady this week? Because my playoffs start soon. So, uh, like, next week already. So, I'm wondering who should I start in that I'd go with Mahomes Brady. still, Gabe. Wouldn't you go with – Brady looks shaky. I'd go with Mahomes. Brady's Goff, playing the Goff's Bills, str- though. Yeah, good point. Good matchup. Golf struggling. He can't figure it out. Let's take a let's take a look at. Uh, yeah, what do you think? You still I would go, go with Golf. Or you go with Golf? Yeah, I would go with Golf. Kansas City's going up there to Seattle. Yeah, um, yeah tough place. Brady gets the Bills, except you know he's not. I would go with Brady or Golf, only because Golf is struggling. Okay, they're playing the Arizona Cardinals, dude. Look what Atlanta just did. And yeah, three, gonna be, and that's three running backs as well. I wonder if you can give me an idea who I should start. Evan Coleman, Kalen Balazs, or or uh, the guy who – Gus Edwards. I'd start Gus Edwards. He's uh, been back-to-back over 100-yard ga- uh, games. He's got touchdowns. He gets a lot of touches in that offense. The only problem is Lamar Jackson sometimes vultures his touches. But Balage gave, did you see that run from Miami? He got over 100 yeah. yards, but 80 of it was on one run. Gore's banged up. Uh, that's tough, man. That's, I don't know. Who would you go with? I'd go with Gus Edwards and who was the third one? Coleman. Uh, yeah, Coleman Bellage. Coleman, Coleman Bellage and Edwards. I'd go, with Edwards and up, Col- uh, I'd go with Coleman yeah. and Edwards. And Bellage had one good game, so pass. I don't even know and who Atlanta's playing. I have playing. three receivers as well. I have, I have, uh, uh, you got a lot of questions. <laughs> That's tough. We just lost him too. <laughs> Did we? <laughs> Man, I was going yeah, through. Yeah, call back for your there. receivers late, yeah, later yeah. in the week here. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot to think about. We got to take a look at the matchups. Man, that was a lot. Three, three, three. Yeah, you said it, Gabe. Well, I think it's a little early. Um, yeah. a little early in the week too. It's Mon- Monday, right? Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, yeah, shoot, shoot us a call back later in the week, and uh, we'll get to your wide receivers, uh, Anthony. But thank, thanks for the call. But thank yeah, the you. quarterbacks. Like I said, Goff is going into Arizona this week. I, even just looking at the game, um, man, the Rams are 13-and-a-half-point road favorites. I don't know about The Rams that. better get on track on this game, Cam. I, I wouldn't be laying 13-and-a-half, but they need, to get, they need to get their confidence back on offense. I can That's see true. them put a lot of points up in this game. 
That's true. Arizona's packed it in. You saw, even though they scored the first touchdown against the Falcons, they got murdered in that game. Uh, yeah, the Rams could be, be able to win, and uh, Arizona cares about the home field advantage type of stuff. They're, they're crap, so it won't even matter. Goff, Goff will get his confidence back. I'm with you. It's just hard to sit Mahomes, Marenzi. I know down the stretch you have to do crazy, bold things to, to win fantasy titles, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Yeah, Goff's due. He's going to be slinging it all over the countryside in that game. Against yeah, Arizona. Really, yeah. Who's Kansas City got? They got Seattle. Seattle. That's right. Yeah, I know. At, at Seattle in a primetime Sunday nighter. Yeah. Woo-hoo, what a game, man. What a game. Kansas City, Seattle, like the old AFC West days. Uh, the Fantastic. NFL's been good this year. The games, like uh, the primetime games, the schedule, the playoff chase, everything's been pretty good this year. It's true. Good primetime matchups and stuff. Should be a great game. Kansas City laying two and a half in that game. Seems short. You know, something, uh, something we didn't get to, actually, was the um, – over the weekend, I saw that the Philadelphia Flyers were going to hire Joel Quenville. <laughs> They're going to hire Joel Quenville. Well, they uh, should. They should if they got brains. But I saw that, like, they denied the report, and they got all pissy about it, that – what's the guy's name? What was the guy's name that just got fired? Hackstall. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were like, he's our, he's our coach. Yeah, these reports, fake news, fake news. Yeah, fast forward to Monday, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, this fake news thing's a little old. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, you know, I know everyone just throws that out there all the time. It's like, like Bruce Arians last year did the same thing. Some guy, reporter, said, Coach, uh, you know, I heard that you're going to be retiring in four weeks. Is that true? I don't know where you get that bullshit. That's fake news, garbage. That's why people hate the media. Two weeks later, yeah, I'd like to announce my retirement. You know, like, these guys, they get pissed off, like, when the media knows something. But whatever, it's just garbage. They they it's just they look stupid, <laughs> all right? You're right. It looks stupid. They look stupid saying, oh, no, 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 we're not firing anyone. And they fire the guy an hour later. It's just, Cam, the Flyers are just, they're, they're a Bush League organization, bro. Like, they screw everything. They are. Paul, they, 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 don't, they don't know. And bottom line is, none of these coaches could have helped. I told you, it's not very hard. Look at your defense and look at your goaltending. You're bringing up guys like Lyon. The guy's an AHL goalie. Then you got these other turkeys that come in there. Like, you cannot like you said, win they in put the National Hockey Gritty than their team. Yeah. That's a good, great point. Yeah, I see Gritty. You know, he's doing Christmas specials. And, hey, Gritty comes yeah, to yeah. a school near you. Why are you going to like Gritty, but guys, that's enough of Gritty. Yeah, I know. It's enough of Gritty. You yeah, know, like, like, uh, I, we laugh at Gritty, but it's not, you should be your business should be getting the better product on the. Well, ice. it's almost like it was stinks. a scam. Like Gritty's yeah. a distraction. <laughs> it feels that way. Yeah, he's a good distraction. Good call. <laughs> you bring up really good points. Yeah, like everything that's bad. Hey, show Gritty. Hey, everybody, it's fine. Don't worry about how shit we are. Yeah, like, two, you, you lose two, to Vancouver. Two, two, two thousand nineteen Flyer season's going to be remembered as yeah. Gritty. Gritty's gritty, their yeah. MVP. <laughs> yeah, who who are their goalies, Gabe? You know who their goalies are? Lion, Stolarts, like Elliot, like Brian Elliott hasn't made like it's it's tough. Like the guys, it's not that hard. Other teams are figuring it out. Like you sh- you can't have three goaltenders that are American Hockey League quality and they're blue line too. They got guys who can like play offense, like defensively, they're the worst like one of the worst teams I've ever seen. Like they're awful in their own end. Awful. All right, so um, NHL hockey tonight. You betting any hockey? Damn I looked right at I the am. board. I was at the window. I didn't have enough money on me. I was, I, I was looking. I was thinking. I would have been. Uh, 
I would have been uh, Charlie Chalk, though. I was looking like the Penguins or I don't know. But I didn't bet any hockey. What, what are you doing? What are you taking? Yeah, I'm down, I got I got two games that are kind of Charlie Chalk and one uh, dog kennel, one dog with rabies. Uh, Malcolm Subban's probably going to be playing for Vegas tonight, Marenzi. So I laid it down with Columbus. It was a buck forty-five. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm going to go on uh, my site and see how high that line is. But man, that thing's going to shoot up. And I'll tell you about Vegas. They've had a pretty good road trip, but I think Columbus is a good in a good spot to beat them. Holy, it's gone down. Okay, I'll take Columbus at minus one forty. So people are betting Vegas. That's fine. I'll take Columbus minus one forty. I'm with you, actually. I was looking at the Penguins. I don't want to touch that game. I'm actually looking at the Ducks long and hard at plus 155. Haven't pulled the trigger. But I love, I love the Colorado Avalanche tonight at home. They're a w- wicked team. We talked about Gabe Landeskog and all the rest of the guys, McKinnon, Lethal. I could see goals in that game too, but it's gone up to a buck seventy-five. That's chalky, but I'm on Colorado. But I love the Ottawa Senators are my home dog of the night. I'm taking them at plus one fifty-five. It's a little bit of a leap of faith, but they're a good home team, and Nashville still has those injuries. I'm expecting a tight game. Give me the Senators at plus one fifty-five. That's my hockey games tonight. Blue Jackets, Avalanche, Senators. Ding, ding, ding. Blue Jackets, Abs, and Senators uh, for Cam. All right, uh, I'll get to my picks uh, here, and you get to your football and everything. So I'm taking the Carolina Panthers plus six points. Um, Carolina and, and New Orleans generally play close games. Now, New Orleans have beaten them three straight times, and... They're really close games. If you look at the score, it's like seven points. One of them was ten points, but it was actually closer than, than it seemed. But New Orleans have gotten the better of Carolina. Um, you know, one time this year, and they beat them twice last year. The year before that, if you remember, they played uh, two identical games, 41-38. So, you know, it's this division, Cam. The, you know, these teams all play each other pretty tough. Um New Orleans have have slowed down a little bit uh, as of late. They're running the ball more. It seems like, um, you know, they don't have a lot of depth at wide receiver as well. It's something they have Michael Thomas and a lot of other guys uh, really has caught up to them a little bit uh, at times. Um, They're still a very, very dangerous football team, but... I think Carol, Carolina are a good team. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like it's hard to it's it's hard to explain Carolina's season. Like if you watch their games, um, I, I can argue. I, I can accept if you say Cam Newton just can't win at the end. I mean, it's been a problem. I it's mean, also there's, there's been just a lot of Graham Gano. Graham Gano has been a big part of this too. Yeah, like he's, he's been, been a problem too. He's he cost us two games probably. He kicked a sixty-three yarder, but he cost them two games. So. Yeah, you're right. He won them that game. You're right. Yeah. Against the Giants. You're right. Graham Gano. It's not just Cam Newton, but I'm saying Cam Newton has been a problem at times. Like, he has these mental lapses every once in a while where, you know, like that time, I don't know for the life of me, I still don't know why he didn't run the ball into the end zone against Detroit. Yeah, I know. He, like he so, stood yeah. there. No one was in front of him. I know. Yeah, it just broke. No, I gave five you yards. Know what? It's crazy. I think those injuries, you talked about it off the top of the show. He's been banged up. He's a big guy, but like big Ben Roethlisberger, he's been pummeled, and he, yeah. uh, he thinks twice about making that move that he would have made a couple years ago. I think, and he thinks it's easy for us, exactly. I think he's thinking, I'm slower, and I might not get there. Exactly. You know what I mean? Totally. Because it's not that he's scared or he, he, he chokes. It's like you said, he made a decision. He hesitated. It was the wrong decision. You know, it's just sort of that it is what it is. But it's been a frustrating year for them, yet they're not a bad team, Ken. Like, they I don't play a lot of these teams. Lit. They've lost two. It's just that they don't. Carolina it, it's been should be the play. 
It should be the play tonight. I got a guy who's got two Carolina Panthers. I got a lot of money riding on this thing, but I'm not going to let my bias get involved. Carolina at plus six is probably the play tonight. They're at home. It's too They're many desperate. points. Yeah, this I'm going to tell you what. Three-point favorites. And if you like teasers, guys, if you like teasers, you get Carolina to plus 13 at home over 43 points. This is a teaser we could advocate tonight. There should be scoring in this game. you got to believe each team can get, you know, 23 points. Like, that's that should be easily done, even though Drew Brees hasn't been as good. The Saints have weapons, Marenzi. i got to go over. Carolina and the over on the teaser is my play in this football game. And I think Carolina should cover. Yeah, I didn't play. Uh, I didn't play a teaser here, but um, I did play the over. So I got Carolina plus six. I have over fifty. I have Drew Brees over two seventy four and a half passing yards. I have Cam Newton over two hundred and fifty five and a half passing yards. I've got DJ Moore over sixty four and a half passing yards. I've got Traquan Smith over thirty four and a half passing yards so those are hope, football you better Pan- you better hope there's points buddy that's a lot of overs. Panthers plus six <laughs> Panthers plus six over 50 Drew Brees over 274 and a half Cam Newton over 255 and a half DJ Moore over 64 and a half Traquan Smith over 34 and a half receiving yards NBA basketball three plays uh we've got the Sacramento Kings and Minnesota Timberwolves over 232 and a half. They played last week. They got to 272. So we got over 232 and a half. I've got uh, the Portland Trailblazers plus two and a half in Los Angeles against the Clippers. Clippers' hot start is vanishing right now. They're, they're struggling. They've lost like six of the last seven games. And uh, I've got Memphis and Golden State over 210 and a half. So to recap quickly, I've got uh, Sacramento, Minnesota over 232 and a half. Portland Trailblazers plus two and a half. And uh, Memphis and Golden State over 210 and a half. What are your other picks? My other picks, yeah. The, the, the only other thing I'm doing tonight, Gabe, I'm not touching the NBA. I'm going all in on the teaser, Carolina plus 13, over 43. I'm not even doing any props in this game. I'm just going to bet this four. game. That's a good teaser. Yeah, I, 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 yeah I'm, just, I'm not dicking around. Like This is the start of the week. And I, don't, I, I, like I would have done it, but I can't week. do it at the window. I know. That's the problem. I, I, do, I do, would tell you there's a few bucks in there. If you want me to put the, together a parlay, text me. But uh, my plays, yeah, you know my plays. Columbus. Colorado, Ottawa dog, and I love my big uh, Carolina plus 13 over 43. Not touching the NBA at all tonight. Going to let see, see how things fly. Maybe pick one or two games, and I'm on UAB for tomorrow night. I already bet it today. So that's about it. Oh, the Bulls are back tomorrow. Great. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, no, don't worry. We're going to be blazing tomorrow. They played like shit in that one Barbados Bowl, but uh, they're gonna, I think they're going to get their act together this year. A little bit uh, lesson learned, uh, you know. More, more one attention thing to I, detail. I hate. Less and one thing I'll learn my lesson from over the years, I often get sucked into these Midwest teams because I, I seem to know them more. I watch them or whatever, yeah. but they always lose to these teams from the South. So that's the thing. Like, like Northern Illinois, I sort of respect their program. They've been around, and they're good, but I don't know, man. These teams from, from the Midwest, they go to these bowl games, and they're flat. Like, they just are. They don't get up for it. They're not as excited as the teams from the South. I also think when I look at it, I think UAB getting embarrassed on the Barbados Bowl when their program was back is fresh in their minds. A lot of guys on that team are still there, Gabe. And Northern Illinois is on a down year. Suck it. Give me the Blazers. Well, we'll break that game tomorrow night.
The college bowl season resumes. Uh, business picks up next week with the bowls. It's going to be some good stuff. And uh, we'll be breaking it down right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Scout Radio coming up next. Thanks, Angle. Good job. Later, Prince. Hey, the winners be yours. Later. I could sell a mill saying nothing on the track.